Welcome to Disney Minus Reverse Rebirth, where in a turn of events, instead of Steven dragging me through the game, now I am going to be summing up each game to the best of my abilities and at least giving my opinion on them. This is Kat, and buckle up your gummy ships, kids. We're in for a bumpy ride. <laughs> I'm Steven, and I've got pink toes. Beautiful. Yes, they do look nice. <laughs> so, Steven, we're starting our recaps. Yes. Okay. So yeah, you this was me through three games now. If we're gonna, I mean, four technically, if you're counting the Vcast episode. We're not gonna summarize the Vcast. That was already one episode. They can just go back and listen to it. Um. <laughs> um. So yeah. So the basic idea, part of it, it comes from my original idea for doing these before, like I even thought to ask you or Nero if either of y'all wanted to be part of it was me just recapping each game like fr- uh, trying to do it from memory not taking any notes aside from like pulling up a list of the worlds that uh, that are in the game um so basically since we ended up doing or changing it and doing it more like me taking notes and telling you the game i ended up just dropping that but then <laughs> like halfway into us covering kingdom hearts 2 i was like but what if we still did a uh, did a summary but made cat do it for each game <laughs> So that's why we're getting to this late. I've made my opinion about this game pretty clear throughout the podcast. There is that, but now we get it all at once. So that's why we're getting to it late and why we're going to have to do three games back to back. But from now on, um, it'll just be like when we finish. um, It'll be as we go from going on forward. Because the next game is going to be like is 358 over two days. So it'll be like when we finish that, we'll do an episode with Kat summarizing and then we'll get into Birth by Sleep. And then Cat will summarize Birth by Sleep, and then so on and so forth from there. And these are not going to be long episodes because, I mean, y'all know my opinions on the game now. I'm pretty much going to be summing it up. It's going to be more my opinion rather than actual gameplay summary. Yes. So, shall we get started? We shall. I did uh, pull up, at least for myself, a um, the world map uh, so that I can at least kind of remind myself what worlds were in this one. Um, that you'll have to do because I do not remember that at all. Fair. Uh, it, I, I honestly I remember like the basic storyline, but as far as specific worlds, I yeah, you know my memory. No, yeah, that's fair. So, but speaking of the basic storyline, of course, we'll need to start out in Traverse Town with our three kids. And what were their names again? Well, wait, with Kingdom Hearts One, we start on Destiny Island. Yes. What did I say? You said Traverse Town. Damn it! I meant yeah. We start in. Destiny Islands. Traverse Town is the first world that's on the map. I got myself thrown off. <laughs> right, right, but a little bit of a backtrack first, because remember, this is where like I hit my first rage point of actually playing the game, which we'll get to in a moment. Yeah. So yes, we start with uh, Sora, Kairi, and Shitbitch. I mean, Riku. <laughs> yep, there it is. <laughs> so, you know, they, they got a pretty chill existence. They're chilling out on an island, and they want to build a raft to explore new worlds, which is fair. Yeah. I mean, why you would want to re- leave a frickin' tropical paradise is beyond me, but, you know, outside looking in, I guess. Well, it's, in in fairness, uh, it gets expanded on, I'm not, like, their reasoning for it, obviously. They're kids, they want to go on adventure, that's all you really need. But we do see more of the islands in Kingdom Hearts 2, so it does look like they basically live on, like, a regular island, and then the main one that we see, like, this is Destiny Islands, is, like, a little detached playground thing. Yeah. So, like, I guess you kind of are supposed to assume they're more or less in, like, 
a fantasy Hawaii or something, probably. Like, this might be an island chain, and they want to go check the other stuff out. Because if they were just setting sail directly into sea, fantasy bullshit aside, (laughs) that would I mean, they'd be pulling Moana before Moana was a thing, so. You're right. But anyway, so they're running around, they're building a raft, and there's a... For me, at least, first, there was a little bit, it almost seemed like a little bit of a love triangle, like, hinted at between Sora and Riku with Kairi, but, of course, you know, that all gets cleared up. Yes, um, that will be dropped very this quickly. Is also the first part, this is probably the earliest I wound up raging at a game because of the, okay, so you're going through and you're getting supplies, and Riku challenges you to a friendly race, and this is where I started fucking hating this game because I fucking <laughs> hate zip lines, Steven. Yeah, the race, um, mechanically, Kingdom Hearts 1 uh, had some improvements that could have been made, I will say, uh, which results in the race not always being great to do. For example, I have replayed the game multiple times over the years. I think I've won like two or three times. (laughs) If that. I hate it. But anyway, (laughs) however the game ends, you know, whether you manage to somehow beat Riku or, you know, get like me and just yell, fuck this shit and have to walk away for a few minutes because of the fucking zipline. You finish the game, you get... I can't remember the name. Papal? Papal? The fruit thingy. Yeah, the papal fruits. Yeah, that shit. (laughs) So you get that and you get a cute little scene, but of course, like any cute little fantasy game that's remotely styled like Final Fantasy, the minute you plan for something cute, some shit's gonna happen. Absolutely. And of course, Riku and Kairi go poop. They go bye-bye. Oh, I thought you said they go poop. Which, maybe, I, mean, I don't know. They, I mean, if they may have as they were being abducted. If I was grabbed out of nowhere by a bunch of Heartless, I probably would poop myself too. Right. We do also I mean, get fair. the uh, one and only appearance so far of Sora's mother. Off screen. So we don't even see her we just hear the voice yeah we just hear her voice saying or telling Sora that dinner's ready and this totally ungrateful little bitch just runs (laughs) off leaving his mother (laughs) like again in fairness the island they play on is pretty close and he was just like oh my god I gotta go secure the raft because it's stormy so in fairness to him he probably thought he'd be back in like half an hour but it's stormy he still could have told his mom that is also true, because he did just jump out the window and leave. Yeah, takes like two seconds to say, literally, BRB, Mom. At least that way she knows to be looking for him. Right. But anyway, so yeah, Island's getting swarmed by Heartless, and Sora somehow gets his uh, McGuffin, which would be the <laughs> Keyblade that he cannot get rid of, much like yeah. Herpes. <laughs> uh, we also cut over to where King Mickey has just ditched his world, ditched his wife, left the queen behind and you know we get a little shit between goofy and donald and then of course minnie and daisy because you know apparently just swanning off and leaving fucking donald duck and goofy (laughs) to find the key that's going to save the world because these are totally the most two trustworthy people it's always so fucking wild to me how how much they try to dance around directly calling it a keyblade for like the first couple hours of this game when pretty much everybody fucking knows what it is at this point. That's the thing. In universe, like, <laughs> we will come to find out at least Mickey especially knows what the keyblade is. It's like, <laughs> why is this such a big secret? It's literally a blade that looks like a key. Anybody can put that together. Um, well, like, I mean, this will, it'll open more questions in Birth by Sleep when we find out that um, 
Donald and Goofy were aware of the goings on and knew that Mickey was training with the Keyblade at the time. And it's like, so that means they, they knew. <laughs> that means they all knew. <laughs> he could have just said, yo, some new kid got a Keyblade. Go find him. So then anyway, uh, they use the gummy ship, which is it this game where we get to like upgrade the gummy ship with like the gummy blocks and shit? Uh, you can do that in all games, like the extent to how much you're able to do and how easy that is obviously changes from game to game. I fucking hated trying to build a ship in Kingdom Hearts yep. 1. I don't think I really tried to do much with it in Kingdom Hearts 2, but the UI is a lot easier to use in Kingdom Hearts 3, which I'll talk about whenever we get there. But anyway, in any case, you get on the gummy ship, the gummy yeah. ship, sorry, and they head to Traverse Town, which is the first world in the map. Yes. They managed to find Sora, and of course, at the start, none of them trust each other, which, if I was Sora and I suddenly had a talking duck and a talking, vaguely dog-looking thing, I would be a little bit skeptical, too. You know, you say they didn't trust each other, but over the course of one boss fight, they became best friends. You know what I mean? On the very first meeting, though, and also, of course, they did, because this is fucking Disney. Yep. <laughs> but they decided to team up, because, you know, Donald and Goofy want to find the King Mickey, and of course... Sora wants to find Kyrie and shit, bitch. Yes, and who who else so was there in Traverse Town? That you'll need to remind me. Oh, Final oh, Fantasy oh, wait, characters. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Nope. Shut up. Aerith and yes, fucking what's his face? Axel. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Leon. Leon. Yes. Leon, yep. Goofy, Aerith, and Sid are all in Traverse Town. Oh, and Merlin and Fairy Godmother later on. Yeah, what Steven said. <laughs> so they all meet up. There's Yakety X, and I believe this, if I forget my timeline correct, isn't this also where Sora realizes he literally cannot get rid of this Keyblade like it always comes back to him? Uh, I forget. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Leon, like, demonstrates it. Or is it when Yuffie tries to take it? Uh, I don't think it's Yuffie. I want to say it's Leon. But yeah, one, either Yuffie or Leon. They realize that if they can try to take the Keyblade, but no matter what, it's going to wind up back with Sora. It's like his Keyblade now. Yeah. Um, no, that's what it is. Leon kicks Sora's ass canonically. And right, um, right. while Sora's passed out, they like set the Keyblade on <laughs> like a table that. a few feet away. And then when he wakes up, I like it goes that. boop. I like that phrase. Canonical ass kicking. <laughs> I like that. But anyway, so we get, you know, we get a little exposition about that. You know, the whole Keyblade being bound to Sora. We get a little bit of exposition. We kind of find out what everybody's trying to do. Like, basically, these little heartless shits are running amok everywhere. We got to stop it. And we have to uh, 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 seal the keyholes. Uh, uh. God. But, I mean, to be fair, though, if, as long as they do that, it keeps the quote-unquote heart of those worlds being consumed by the heartless, which are starting yes. like herpes. <laughs> And then, of course, to... in the meantime, we get to see Maleficent, who's, like, the total boss bitch of a bunch of Disney villains. Quit laughing, Steven. I can hear you do it. <laughs> You're the one They're that keeps bringing up herpes. They are! Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> okay, so who, who all is with Maleficent? See, this is what I remember. I know Jaf Jafar is with her at this point, didn't he? Jafar is there. He, like, it's never directly stated, but kind of seems to maybe be, like, the second in command. At least and just from have, the, the way they all interact. Honestly, Jafar is the main one I realized, because it's not... We haven't seen Queen of Hearts yet. No, and she's not part of the, like, villain council or whatever. She's just... Right, like, well, I, 
Well, I'm trying to think back, because I know at the beginning of the game, too, we get hints that the princesses have something to do with it, because Sora starts off, like, in that room of, like, stained glass windows, each one's with different Disney princesses. Yes. Um, so the, the, the I really don't. Help me out, Steven. The Disney Villain Council, or whatever, I feel like they probably have, like, a name for this group, but I don't I never know what it is. We'll call them the Legion of Doom. There we go. The Yeah, the Disney Legion of Doom is Maleficent, uh, Jafar, Hades, um, Ursula, Oogie Boogie, and Captain Hook. That's right, Oogie Boogie was on there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they are trying to seek the seven princesses of heart, some Sailor Moon Ooh. shit, to try to <laughs> unlock one final keyhole, which leads to Kingdom Hearts, which at this point they believe is a repository of knowledge and power and the source of all hearts. Goody gumdrops. In darkness. Exactly. And at this point, <laughs> Maleficent also uh, locates Riku and actually turns him into the shit bitch that Steven loves and I love to make fun of for the next game and a half. <laughs> uh, which, you know, convinces him that Sora abandoned him. And I'm like, bitch, you disappeared on Sora in the first place. Technically, you abandoned him. Right. He's trying to find your stupid bitch ass ass. Yeah, it's it's never exactly made clear, although I have, based on things that we'll find out later on, I do have my ideas. Uh, but it's never explicitly stated exactly why. But instead of getting spat out on Traverse Town like Sora did, he gets spat out at Hollow Bastion, uh, basically like two rooms away from where Maleficent's hanging out at the time. But the point is, he got Yoinked in the first place. So technically, he abandoned Sora, and hence I will be calling him shit bitch for the next two and a half games. Yes. Uh, but anyway, back to Sora and his friends. They eventually get to Hollow Bastion, which is Maleficent's headquarters. Yes, uh, we do pass There's through some Disney worlds. There's a bunch of worlds and stuff in between. We yes, we pass through some Disney worlds along the way. If you want to recap any of those, but I will at least list them. Um, I'll let have... you briefly recap those because I honestly don't remember the order and exactly which ones. I've been trying fair. to catch up, but that's a lot of let's plays and episodes to go through. That's fair. Um, Plus, keep in mind, I literally spent like Monday through Tuesday, at least, in a post-dental surgery and hydrocodone days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so For we those had... of you that didn't see the picture, I literally looked like I had an Ed, Ed, and Eddie jawbreaker stuffed in my cheek for about three days. Um, but so yeah, we had Olympus Coliseum, which is Hercules, which is where Hades ends up being the boss of. That world is completely optional. You can skip it. Uh well, we do see a pretty awesome Cerberus. True. Um, there's Wonderland, which is which Wonderland and Deep Jungle are kind of the odd ones out, considering like every other world is like the home is base. Is Deep Jungle of... the one with a really really weird chameleon looking monster? Yes. Uh, Deep Jungle is Tarzan. Tarzan. The boss there is yeah. Clayton and like a big chameleon heartless. But like yeah. Deep Jungle and Wonderland are sort of like the odd ones out because every other world. Or at least every other Disney World is either Monstro, which has a whole other thing going on. Like, uh, basically, that's where Riku's plot kind of comes to a head almost. Or is like the the home world of one of like the Disney Legion of Doom, except for Wonderland and Deep Jungle. Those two are just sort of there. Um, but Wonderland is where they kidnap Alice because she's one of the uh, princesses of heart. Anyway, uh, we have Agrabah. Get out of the goddamn blinds. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> mm, okay.
okay. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Um, we have Agrabah. We've got Monstro, which does the whole Pinocchio thing, and um, Riku shows up. Uh, the plot there being that... It's kind of shit, bitch. Well, there's that. But the plot there being that by this point, Riku has found out that Kairi is alive, but her heart is missing. And so he is curious about the fact that technically... Um, I keep wanting to say Hercules. It's not Hercules. Pinocchio is just a puppet and therefore shouldn't have a heart. How for some the reason, fuck he does. Did you miss Pinocchio and Hercules? I don't know. I was thinking Pinocchio and like Hercules just kept trying to jump out, but like, n- no. <laughs> now, now I'm picturing like, and I mean like adult Hercules <laughs> dancing around the Hydra's den going, I've got no strings to hold me down. God. Um. <laughs> And now it's in your head too. You're welcome. Roger Bart singing voice ass. Um anyway, um, but yeah, so Riku's there like trying to kidnap Pinocchio to basically like, okay, shouldn't have a heart but does, should have a heart but doesn't. Maybe if I cram these two things together, it'll somehow fix Kyrie. I mean, it worked for Show Tucker. Right? Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Minute. Um, then we have Atlantica and Halloween Town. The way they're arranged, you can you can skip one of them, but you do have to do at least the other. Um, if you're gonna skip we either one, we fucking turn Oogie Boogie into a goddamn pile of insects. Ah, yeah, there's that. I love the Oogie Boogie boss fight where he like becomes his house. Fucking awesome. Uh, so if you're gonna skip one of them, skip Atlantica because one, Halloween Town's more fun, and two. The, the swimming mechanics in Atlantica are awful. Atlantica huh. just strikes overall. So we got stupid swimming mechanics. At some point, we're going to have like a Atlantica-based DDR game, which sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Under it the sea. It ain't great. Um, we uh, Then there's uh, well, the final... Yes. Uh, then the final Disney World is Neverland, which... I feel right. like they shouldn't call it Neverland because it, it takes place 100% inside Hook's ship. So I feel like they could have just... Neverland for the most part. That is fair. I just feel like they could have done it like a Monstro thing and like, you know, like it's it's called Monstro, not like the name of Pinocchio's world or something. Like, I feel like they could have just been like Hook's okay, ship. doesn't even have a name. Well, there's also that. Unless you do the Island of Lost Boys. What Which, was that? That would have been yeah, for the world. Can you imagine um, Heartless ho- running around like the skies as little donkey boys? Yeah, hold on to that thought. Um, so anyway, so but, then that's when we get to Hollow Bastion. Alright, so we're going to Hollow Bastion. So now at this point, now that we are here, uh, Riku, or I'm sorry, Shitbitch, takes the Keyblade from Sora. Yeah. And he claims he's the intended user and Sora only had it in his absence. So basically Sora's like in a bad breakup. He's a little placeholder. I mean... <laughs> It was the, the Keyblades course, uh, rebound. Donald and Goofy get told to fuck off. But technically they were ordered to fuck off, so they do. No, no, no. Well, I mean, they fuck off from Sora, yes, because they were ordered to follow the key. Goofy from and, Sora, yes. <laughs> and Donald's like, well, <laughs> bye. And then Sora does the, and I want to say, I think this is, may have been where I've tagged you in the meme where Sora claims that his heart derives strength from his friends. I think yes. that's where I sent you the meme that I found before. Uh, yeah, this is where we uh, get the my friends are my power speech, if that's what you're talking about. Yep, 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 yep. And then that inspires Donald and Goofy to pull a total Disney move, and oh my gosh, 
My Little Pony Power of Friendship ah. return to him and they get control of the Keyblade and it's magic and friendship and ponies and blah. <laughs> Fun fact, something I flat out did not know until recently. Um, regular Pat, the guy who does a bunch of Kingdom Hearts videos, uh, put out a video on this like two days ago, as it turns out. Apparently, there was some rumor flo uh, floating around back in the day because Kingdom Hearts 1 came out like before the internet was like fully mature, so you were still kind of but in that gray crazy. period. Yeah, so you were like still kind of in that period where like you could have game rumors like Mew under the truck and so on and so forth. Apparently, right. there was a rumor floating around about Kingdom Hearts 1 that said um, back when you're on Destiny Islands, you can like practice, fight, um, Titus, Waka, and, Self and Selfie from the Final Fantasy games, who just live on his island for whatever reason. But you can also do a practice right. fight with Riku. And, <laughs> and so the rumor was, if you win against Riku in that practice fight, that will alter his code so that he's more difficult in this, this boss fight when Sora gets the Keyblade back. It's completely huh. false, but that was the that was the rumor at least. Like it made him mad or something. I mean, that would be kind of interesting if they did that, though. That would be a cool mechanic, yes. Um, but, anyway. but anyway, so while they do that and they get control of the Keyblade through the magic of friendship, trademark, uh, they do <laughs> manage to defeat Maleficent, and Sora finds Kari, Kairi, pass the fuck out. <laughs> Kari, this ain't Digimon. But then he uh, he does confront shit bitch who's now possessed by Ed Hardy. Yes, um, uh, who has apparently what yes we yes over basically not all at once over the course of the game he's been like becoming possessed by ed ed hardy aka ansem seeker of darkness uh we saw him AKA very that's his name yes aka we saw him very briefly on destiny islands as just a dude in like a old brown cloak and then we saw right, we that saw version of him. He just looked like he was a mysterious hooded figure that kind of showed up, creeped on Sora, and then vanished. Basically. And then we saw that version of him like once or twice in Hollow Bastion. And he like basically Emperor Palpatine'd uh, Riku to fully give in to the darkness so that he could take over. And that's where we are now. <laughs> yeah, because of course he wants to manipulate Maleficent so that he can open the way to Kingdom Hearts. So I guess he yeah. really wants to fucking go to the, well... Not going to say it because it's going to be a spoiler for Kingdom Hearts 2, but he wants to get to Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. And apparently this is also where we find out from Ed Hardy that Kyrie is the seventh princess of heart, and her yeah. heart is now inside Sora <laughs> Sora's when like, Kyrie's Destiny a princess? were apparently destroyed. Yes. And then uh, we have a fight where we finally, for, for this first round at least, we beat Shitbitch. <laughs> and then uh, Sora impales himself with Ed Hardy's Keyblade. Okay, good. I was wondering if you were going to remember that part. Yeah, right. So they it unlocks both his and Kyrie's heart, which is good in that it sends Kyrie's heart back to her, so it completes the final keyhole, giggity. Nah. But then we turn around and our boy Sora has become a motherfucking heartless. Yes, but because he's such a good boy, instead of becoming like, a big monstery heartless. He's just the basic little bugs. And then Kyrie turns around anyway because the light in her heart is so good and it restores him. I'm not kidding. The wiki says him. somehow for this. <laughs> yeah. Because the only thing that's on Wikipedia literally says Kyrie recognizes Sora's heartless and the light in her heart restores him to human form. Yes. Yeah. Basically, uh, Sora heartless uh, wanders around and finds Kyrie Donald and Goofy. 
Kyrie somehow recognizes him and like hugs him right as a bunch of other heartless like try to jump them. And there's a flash of light, and then he's Sora again. And like, sure, whatevs. Sure, I, I guess. Uh, but then anyway, so all that happens, Kyrie gives Sora a good luck charm, and they go to the end of the world in all caps. Yeah! So not hyperbole is the end of the world, which is the remnants of everything that's been destroyed by the Heartless. I fucking love this place design-wise. It's so cool, looking like it's falling apart. Because at this point, Ed Hardy has reached the door to Kingdom Hearts, at which point we battle him, which yeah. I believe is when we see Ed Hardy's party yacht. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he has a a big flesh boat. It's got monster faces on it and shit. It's wild, It's an man. Ed Hardy party yacht. So we get to fight that fucker. And doesn't he actually become the party yacht at one point? Uh, not exactly become so much as, like, he's got this weird, like, umbilical like cord type of thing kind of? yeah basically that because like he's kind of floating above it but like attached to it by a cord and so it's got this little dugout that he can like sink back into and then it just sort of like wraps itself up around him and like i don't and then like you got to fight the ship until he comes out basically mm-hmm. eh, excuse eh. me sir you will not fuss at me mother is busy <laughs> hi cranberry <laughs> He just went airplane ears at that. <laughs> well, well, but What's anyway, so we, we fight Ed Hardy and his party yacht, and he eventually calls upon Kingdom Hearts to aid him because he thinks it's the ultimate thingy of darkness. Yeah. And then the door opens and reveals light, which completely destroys him instead. It does. It literally does. So, yeah. Um, that light well floods out. Light floods out, and Ansem just like fucking gets vaporized, basically. I see the light. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, talk talk about, like, an epic fail to your plan, man. Like, You're right. I'm going to open this it... door and it's going it's to solve everything, hey, JK. Like, not only did it turn out to not be what you thought, but it's so not what you thought it was that it murders you. <laughs> And then, even more not expected beyond the door is we finally see King Mickey and Shit Bitch. And for some reason, who's standing with Mickey? And what's going on with Mickey? What's the thing that I told you to remember? He has his own Keyblade. Well, he's got his own Keyblade. He's he found um, the 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 Realm of Darkness's Keyblade. It's called the King Sora's Keyblade. is called the Kingdom Key. His is called the Kingdom Key D or Kingdom Key Darkness because it's a right. color inverted yeah. version of Sora's. But no. Right. When we when we got to this point, and I know it's been a while, there was a specific thing, a specific detail about Mickey that I told you to remember because it would someday end up being important. And how well do you know me, Stephen? Fairly well. I feel like you probably have forgotten. Mickey doesn't have a shirt right now. He's just like we don't see him super well. Like he's not lit up. You're mostly seeing him as kind of like a silhouette, but he's. He's got the classic Mickey Mouse look where he's like not wearing a shirt, but he's got like the puppy oh, look, pants. Did the Mickey Mouse originally not have a shirt? <laughs> yeah, that's that's all it was. It's just that they were just they didn't give him like a Final Fantasy ass outfit yet. He was just there in his regular Mickey design. But no, blinds. I swear to God. <laughs> but no, him being shirtless in that moment will eventually turn out to have mattered. I cannot stress enough. That that actually happens. I'll trust you for now, but you know you're going to have to remind me again. Oh, it's going to be a bit. I will I will remind you when it happens. 
Okay. So anyway, so now that we see that shirtless Mickey and shit bitch, uh, they help Sora and them close the door because Sora locks it from his side. Mickey locks it from theirs. Which is the best way to secure a door. I Probably. mean, it makes sense. Um, so then the the worlds that were had been lost to the Heartless start to slowly reform, as do the Destiny Islands. Yeah. Uh, Kyrie goes back to Destiny Islands. Sora is not allowed to, so of course he's going to be pining over her for the next couple games. Whoops. Yes. And then they still resolve that they are going to find, once again, and actually unite with King Mickey and Shitbitch. Yes, we, we leave with them in a field. For some reason, Donald and Goofy have changed clothes into, like, their regular clothes, which I, I don't get, because it's not like they've been carrying I mean, around suitcases. After all they've been through, you would probably want to change your clothes, too. I mean, true, I would want to. I just don't know where they got them, is the thing. If Disney don't think too hard on it. Did, basically. And that's not even, like, a thing like Mickey, where we eventually find out, oh, wow, there actually was a whole thing going on. No, they just, for whatever reason, in that scene, just have different clothes on. I don't know. I mean, if it works, it works. But yeah, we we end with them in a field. They see Pluto off in the distance, and he's carrying a letter that has uh, King Mickey's seal on it. So they're like, whoa, hey, have you seen Mickey? And of course, Pluto can't talk because he's a fucking dog. And he just runs off. And then they run off. Even though it depends, because on the cart... in some Disney cartoons, Mickey can understand Pluto's bark, although I guess it's because Mickey's not there. That's why they can't understand him. There is that. So I guess it's like an Ash and Pikachu kind of thing. Exactly. <laughs> or like a Stewie from Family Guy where it's really ambiguous as to who can understand him and when. So yeah, so that Sorry, is... Ki- I will ground you. <laughs> so that is Kingdom Hearts 1. Um, this episode did end up being shorter than I thought it would. I thought we'd end up uh, closer to an hour. Um, I mean, to be fair, we didn't know this was going to be short. That is all. That is also true. Um, I feel like I was about to say something. Oh, anyway, no. So yeah, so that's that's the basic plot summary. So summary. So overall thoughts, though, or I guess reflecting. As an actual video game, I fucking hate ziplines. Yeah, um, and right? also I want to know who the fuck's bright idea it was to switch the action and jump button that like every other game uses. <laughs> like my biggest gripe about this game is because like every other game, X is jump, X is not attack, and it's driving me up the fucking wall because it is defying every single muscle memory I have. See, I have but the as opposite. As a story wise, though, it's very compelling. See, I have the opposite problem where I've played it so much that for some reason I always default to that, <laughs> to the Kingdom Hearts setup. And I'm like, oh, wait, I can't jump right now. What's going on? The first boss fight where they literally walk you through how to beat the giant Shadow Colossus. I kept almost dying because I kept jumping when I meant to attack and attacking <laughs> when I meant to jump. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this? But overall, yes, I did like the game. Um, I, got, I just got to get used more to the play to the play yeah the play mechanics is what i'm looking for yes but i do like it i like the story i like what we've seen so far and i am interested in getting to play more of it as we go on yeah how far are you right now in the actual playing because i know like stuff has happened it's been a good while yeah so since i'm off tomorrow around you know other than lunch with dad i may try to play some more tomorrow just because i've got time to do it there you go Excuse me, y'all get that one for free. Yeah. Julie's texting me, probably to tell me to be quiet. Oh, no, she, she was looking up, why does my dog keep peeing? Okay. Hi, Julie. Okay, yeah, Artie, uh, what she was saying is that Artie's 14 weeks old. To, 
we we got time. We're talking about about my my puppy right now. Okay, uh, he's like fourteen weeks old, and apparently puppies can't fully control their bladders until they're like sixteen weeks. So See, that's also probably that's also yeah that's probably some of it. He and granted, I, this wasn't him being an asshole. This is a submission thing. I know this co- like cognitively, but in the moment, it definitely frustrated me. He a couple days ago walked up to where I was, sat down, and looked up at me and peed. <laughs> oh, what's the quote I saw where it's like people say a dog is man's best friend, but I don't even have worst enemies that'll look you dead in the eye while taking a shit on your carpet. <laughs> But that that one, like I said, is a submission thing. I don't think all dogs do, but I know some dogs do. Otto definitely did that for a long time. Um, like one that way that they'll show if he got really worked up, especially when he got older. Yeah, one way that they'll show I'm being oh I'm I recognize that you're above me. I'm being submissive. You're definitely in charge. Is that they'll and unfortunately it doesn't translate to humans going yes I know I'm above you but that doesn't mean pee on my rug because then guess who has to clean that up? <laughs> Which ironically just makes them feel worse, <laughs> right? It's like, it's like I know I know I'm not in charge you're in charge oh god <laughs> I'm in charge and yet who's cleaning up your pee? So okay so that's puppy talk and uh, the Kingdom Hearts one summary. Um, in the blinds since- one more time I swear to fuck. Do what? Damn cat won't stay out of the blinds. Oh. <laughs> Mother, I must know. I'm sorry. I, want, I want to see what is out there. <laughs> no, he's like diving into them and running back and forth behind the blinds. And he already broke one of the blinds earlier this week. I have to go and get Child. a blind panel on Monday replaced from my apartment complex. Oh, you got one of those on kind there. of blinds. Okay, yeah, where it's like a bunch of hanging slats. I fucking hate those. Yeah, and there's one, he finally popped it off, and normally I can pop it right back on, but when it fell, it hit the table at just the right angle and broke off a part of the top. Yep. So I couldn't put it back on. So now my blinds are all shut, but there's like one little panel where if he wanted to look outside, he could just sit right there in that gap and be fine. But no, (laughs) he has to run back and forth between all of the blinds because it's almost 10.30 and he's got his nightly zoomies. (laughs) Motherfucker. So anyway... So anyway, um, as I was saying before, we were interrupted by Cranberry shenanigans. Um, since we've gotten uh, three games down, uh, we will go ahead and catch up with those on the summaries, and then we'll start on uh, three, five, eight over two days. So next we'll episode, memories next week. Yes, uh, next week we'll be recording the Zane of Memories episode. Week after that will be a movie episode, obviously. Uh, then we'll do the Kingdom Hearts two summary, and then. The um, reverse rebirth episodes will be back on uh, back into doing a game, and then you know. And we'll going figure out, have we figured out if we're gonna do the days over like movie version or game version? No, I figure um, probably when the uh, Kingdom Hearts two summary goes up, I'll do a poll and let people vote if they want us to uh, cover okay. the game or cover the movie because that I feel sense. like the I feel like the it'll probably lean lean toward game just because that at least drags it out some i'm also going to do a separate poll because since this game focuses on roxas during his time in the organization instead of getting like ansem reports like we got in kingdom hearts one and two we get roxas's diary entries and they're Uh like yeah like it's not it's it's nothing huge you can play the game without reading any of his diary entries and you don't really miss much it's mostly just you know, Roxas's thoughts on here's what was going on in on day seven, like so right. that kind of thing. So like it, 
it sheds more light on Roxas's thought process, but like you don't have to read them. I will probably let the the viewers, listeners, the people uh, vote if they want me to um, tack his diary entries in, like I was doing with the uh, secret answer reports for Kingdom Hearts Two, because uh, I was curious. I was like, there, how many of those are there anyway? They're like fifty something. <laughs> <laughs> over the course of the game i'm probably actually off some i know it's less than 100 but it's a lot um and like none of them are most of them aren't huge it's mostly like i went out i hung out with larxine today she's a real bitch that kind of <laughs> not literally <laughs> that he doesn't say that <laughs> but like so it'll be stuff like that or like you know him reflecting on Axel and the others all remember their time from when they were somebodies, but I don't. That's so weird. Why am I different? That kind of that kind of stuff. Um, right. I feel like I feel like these people are gonna make me do it, but Probably. we'll see. <sighs> over it, it's over time, so it won't be that bad. Uh, doing it all at once would suck. Um, so there's yeah. that. So anyway, uh, let me get Twitter pulled up so that we can do plugs because I forgot uh, all of the different Twitter handles. It has been a while. There we go. Okay. So, starting the plugs with Nero, as always, since they're not on these episodes, you can find Nero at Dragon Smoocher. Um, you can find us collectively at Disney Minus Pod, but you can find Nero at Dragon Smoocher. Um, they have also got um, the another podcast uh, covering Transformers called Prime Putts. You can find that at Prime Cuts Pod. Um, there is Radio Free Heidelin, which started recently, covering, um, all of Final Fantasy XIV. Good luck to Nero and Jane on that. Y'all are gonna be at that for a bit, from what I understand. Uh, that, that is at Heidelin Radio. Um, and I'm still listening, and I'm uh, still behind on the She-Raw one, because I stopped listening to podcasts for a while when, uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus came out, and every Pokemon YouTuber that I follow was doing Let's Plays. Damn. I'm finally back to podcasts now, though. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, go ahead and do yours. I command you. Uh, find me at z minus eighty seven on Twitter. Um, as Stephen mentioned, you also find me with him and Nero on our usual Disney minus podcast. Where after Father's Day weekend, we will be picking up with my next movie pick, which is Disney's Hercules, which will be fun. Yeah. And I do need to find another uh, lame horror movie to live tweet. So hopefully, I'll be able to do that soon. <laughs> Did I ever make you watch Grave Encounters? You've mentioned it, but I haven't actually seen it. You gotta. Grave Encounters 2 is also good, but Grave Encounters 1 is unironically like my favorite horror movie. Because just, Maybe it's also mm. between that, or also I kind of want to see the movie version of The Ruins, because I've read the book. I used to have uh, the book. And I, I kind of want to see the movie version to see how it stacks up. I don't know if I know The Ruins. There's also... The Ruins is the, uh, the Creepy Finds. Yeah. Um, there, there's also Old by, by M. Night Shyamalan, if you can find it. I have not seen it, but I have read the graphic novel that it's based on. The graphic novel Again, was heard, actually quite good. heard of it, and I think, I want to say my friend Sean saw it. I have to ask him again what his thoughts were. I don't know. The review, the couple of reviews and, like, the clips and stuff I've seen are fucking wild. The graphic novel it was based on, though, is actually quite good and contemplative. I don't think that the movie does that. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I'm picking about Shalom. There's like two of his movies that I love. There's one that I'm kind of eh on, and the other ones I'm just like, meh. Yeah. 
Shyamalan is interesting. I love Unbreakable and The Sixth Sense. Yeah. Um, there Village is... is <clears throat> this one's not Shyamalan, but there's also As Above, So Below, which is... I mean, not not great, heard of, but like... I've heard that one. But like, one of the better ones, it's found footage, and I have a real soft spot for found footage. Um... That one is a group of people in, uh, going into the catacombs in uh, Paris and demon Which is things of happening. The smartest thing to do, not. <laughs> they tell yeah. you not to for very good reason. Yeah, the I will say, not-, um, not not to spoil any part of it, but like keeping that theme of as above, so below. Uh, there, there's a reason that that they, that it does this. Like it makes sense in in context why it, it did this but when they finally like when the however many of them survive actually finally resurface back up in just some random street in uh paris the whole thing is shot so it's uh the film is like actually flipped so that it's all upside down which is really neat or which was a neat effect for like the last few seconds of the movie nice. but anyway <laughs> I just realized we got so off topic, I forgot to do my plugs. I am... Do what? I said your plugs now. Yeah, right. I am at Marshmallow. It's spelled like Marshmallow, except that it has my name in it. Uh, The only other thing I've got, dad underscore tastic. I will... I'm committing. I will... I have got time tonight. I will post a joke when we get done recording. And I am committing. I'm going to keep that up. I need to I get better. I think you good jokes, and you keep saying that. I know. I and desperately need even. to stop just passing out on the couch as soon as I take Grace into bed. Partly, one, artichoke over here needs an actual nighttime routine. I need to use my CPAP so that I actually get a good night's sleep. And also, if I fall asleep as soon as Grayson goes to bed, I don't have time to do anything at night, which usually means like putting up the dishes and stuff like that. And I have to real quick try to do that during the day instead of relaxing on my breaks. So, committing. Anyway, um, there is also at uh, Resi Beats Pod, which is the Twitter for Resonant Beats, a um, eh, an interstitial, our hearts intertwined, actual play podcast that I am also on. There you go. <laughs> and that's the show, folks. Da 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 da. Oh. Right, what's the thing I always say? I'm already half Kingdom Hearts. I'm Marlis. 